Welcome back to How to Be a Better DM. I'm your tour guide today, Justin Lewis, and we have another special tour lined up for you today, going through one of the planes of existence. Uh, as you know, this is How to Be a Better DM, which is the podcast where we walk you through telling better stories while you and your players play Dungeons and Dragons. And before we get to today's tour, we need to talk about our sponsors, you. Without you, we wouldn't have this tour. So thank you from the very bottom of our hearts. Second, we do have a gift shop. You can visit it at the end of the tour. Just go to monsters.rent shop. There you can pick up all the knickknacks and things that you'll never use that you only pick up on vacation. There's also going to be your classic I Heart the Feywild shirt, as well as our other Feywild tour shirts. But you don't really want that because let's be honest, vacation gimmick shirts never, ever look cool. Third thing, in the show notes of today's tour, there are some links that may be affiliate in nature, meaning that if you purchase something from the link, part of that will go towards supporting a better Dungeon Master tours, so be aware of that fact. Fourth thing, and this will be the last one. This is kind of a personal one, so I'm taking off my Dungeon Master podcaster hat and putting on my Justin normal guy hat. I have a friend who is trying to adopt a baby. He and his spouse have not been able to have kids. And frankly, going through an adoption agency is very expensive, thirty dollars to $40,000 minimum. So I'm putting it out there. If you are listening in the United States and you know of someone who is planning on giving up a child for adoption, uh, a baby for adoption, please reach out to me. Uh, let me know and hopefully we can create a family together. That sounded super weird, but again, this is for a good cause. So, all right, with all of the boring stuff out of the way, let's get ready. First, everyone, make sure you are wearing your protective yellow vests. Do these vests have special protective charms? No. Are they reflective and very bright so they're easy to see? Yes. Will better Dungeon Master Tours charge you a fee if you lose your vest. Yes. So please don't lose the vests. I see we also have some familiar faces here today. I recognize a few of you from our tour through the Shadowfell. It's great to also have some first timers here with us at Better DM Tours. Uh, as I said, I'm Justin Lewis and I'll be your tour guide for today. Uh, if you love the tour or have comments about my tour guiding style, feel free to leave a rating or a review. And if I get a good rating and a review, my bosses might actually give me a raise. Although, let's be honest, my boss is kind of a hard case, so it's probably not going to happen. Uh, anyways, who's ready to have some fun? All right, let's get going. Uh, everyone, follow me. The tour has officially begun. And as most of you know, there is a multiverse of dimensions and planes. Most of you know this because you've actually come from different realms. And within each universe, there are also different planes of existence, depending on the model that that universe follows. Uh, in the Dungeon Master's Guide... It talks about this in a way. It talks about different universe models that connect different planes. It ranges all the way from the soap bubble model, where each plane is like a soap bubble, randomly bouncing off or intersecting with other planes, all the way to the one world model, where all of the planes are actually just places on the same world. In many models, the Feywild is a distinctly different place than the material plane. And in many of those models, the Feywild is also considered a mirror plane. 
In fact, in this universe, that is what is the case. The planes are separate places, but the Feywild is a mirror plane of the material plane. Alright, keep following me, guys. Uh, so pay attention to your surroundings right now because, as you'll notice, we are in a forest, right? You can see that this is part of the forest. It's fall. The trees have leaves that are falling, and uh, the trees are mostly deciduous, which, which means the leaves fall, and the leaves are losing their color. You can see that, you know, we've been walking through these piles of leaves, and there's a slight nip in the air. And there's that, that fall smell that you can smell. That's good. Yeah. <clears throat> so remember that. Okay, that's going to be a little bit important. Oh, and yes, Mr. and Mrs. Craig, please don't wander off. I know those bunnies over there are really cute, but I, I would not. Bunnies can often lead you into places that are difficult to escape from. Anyways, let me give you a brief refresher on mirror planes. Mirror planes are planes that closely resemble another plane. Often landmarks like cities, forests, oceans are in the same location and in the same general shape on each plane. Uh, and each plane does have its own effect on the landmark, though, so you might notice some changes. Yep, I see a couple of you who were with me on my tour through the Shadowfell remember this and, and are nodding in remembrance, but when we pass into the Feywild, you'll notice some similarities, but also some important differences. All right, everyone, keep up. We have a tight schedule to keep. Uh, as you may remember, with the Shadowfell, traveling to the Feywild in most universes is a bit of a process. In most cases, you'll have to use a spell like Gate, or maybe the more accessible Plane Shift spell. Uh, gate will let you transport there, easy peasy, no problem. Plane Shift will require you to either know the sigil sequence of a teleportation circle within the Feywild, or you're going to need a tuning fork attuned to the Feywild, and so forth. This means that you'll have to find someone who's traveled to the Feywild before, and hopefully that person will have a tuning fork that will work. Today, we're actually just going to use a convergence. Some of you remember that this is how we got to the Shadowfell, and that's exactly what we're doing to go to the Feywild as well. Uh, for those of you joining us for the first time, a convergence is basically where the planes intersect so much that they are one and the same. And this overlap allows creatures to pass through from one plane to another. The, the convergence that we are going to today is a very interesting place, and I honestly... I can't wait to show you one last bit of warning before we get to the Convergence. Even though the Feywild is technically the plane of fairies, right, the Fey, it is still home to many wild and dangerous creatures. So if you see something cute, don't be fooled. Keep your guard up. Also, don't just take any food that any individual or creature gives you. Some of the food of the Feywild it might be charmed, so check with me before you eat it. Uh, ah, ah, yes. Okay, here we are at the Convergence. So, a couple points to note. Do you see how those trees over there to our right are evergreen and covered in snow? Yet not even 20 feet away, all the way to our left, are trees that uh, seem to be in full spring bloom, right? Cherry trees, actually. You can smell the, the smell. While we've been walking through trees that have seemed to be in fall. And lastly, if you look directly in front of us, you can see a swath of trees green with the sunshine of summer. You see, we weren't just walking through the forest. Instead, we were walking to the corner of the forest, the very edge of this ancient forest. And it just so happens that three other forests share this corner. Where each forest meets each other, we have this, the convergence. 
And in this case, no one quite knows how this convergence came to be, but as you can see with the large rough stone monuments built in kind of this circle right here, in the exact point where all the tr trees converge, this, is pl this place is actually a, a holy place for druids. It's a druid circle. And in fact, we do have permission here to, to be here today. If you look over there, uh, that's my friend Fairwind. Hello, Fairwind. Hello, Justin. And hello, guests of the Better Dungeon Master Tours Company. Welcome to the Druidic Circle of the Seasons. Yes, this place is very holy, so I'd ask you kindly not to step on any of the plants or pull off leaves and then rip them apart as you walk along. I freaking hate it when people do that. Yes, uh, thank you. Fair wind. Okay, we should only be here for a few minutes, so uh, we'll get out of your hair. But uh, because this site also functions as a druidic circle, it's not exactly the same as the Shadowfell entrance uh, we used last tour. In fact, we can't just walk into it. In this case, we all have to enter the druid circle and then start skipping around. And, and that fey-like attitude and action will trigger the convergence and pull us into the Feywild. Uh, it, it only works if you commit, so everyone, okay, enter the druid circle, come on. Uh, now, on my count, I want you all to start skipping around, and if you want, you can sort of hum a little ditty, you know, that's fine. But if you don't do it, and if you don't commit to it, you know, you leave your heart out of it, you're going to be left behind, and I'll tell you right now, the tour is not giving any refunds, okay? It's, it's your own fault. So, everyone, on the count of three, three, two, one, skip. Ah, it worked. I see uh, one, two, three, four, five. I think everyone's here. Four, five, Wait. Ah, everyone's here except the Petersons. Dang it. Yeah, of course. So the first thing you should note is the similarity to the material plane. But let me assure you, we are on the plane of the fairy. For one thing, note how the converging forests aren't representative of all the seasons anymore. Instead, now it feels just like twilight on a summer's day. It's warm and it's pleasant, and you can also note how the sun seems to, to be setting off in the distance, though you can't see it. It's going to stay like that during your entire journey through the Feywild today. It's going to feel like that. You can also look around and see random fairy lights every now and then. Those small bobbing little lights, that's what I'm talking about. You might actually see giant fireflies here and there, much bigger than those small bobbing lights just flying around. Um, oh, yes, great question, Miss Pratt. Uh, though the Feywild may appear light and pleasant, it is still a dangerous place. In fact, let me draw your attention to the forest in front of us. You see a nice forest that seems open and inviting, right? Uh, now turn around and look at the forest directly behind us. See how it is full of brambles and very overgrown? That's because we're actually on a boundary line between the Unseelie and the Seelie Fae. And uh, let me explain to you what the Seelie and the Unseelie are in a bit, but first, we should get going. Uh, it's not smart to just remain in one place. So everyone, please follow me. Uh, oh, and please, nobody eat any of this fruit as we're walking by. Uh, I remember, you remember I said, if you get charmed and you choose to stay here, quote unquote, in the, in the Feywild, like I said, we're not giving a refund, so that's your own, that's your own biz. Uh, so the courts of the Fey are divided into two factions. You have Queen 
Titania, who rules the summer court of the Sealy Fae, and then you have the Queen of Air and Darkness, who rules the gloaming or winter court of the Unsealy Fae. No, no, that's not entirely correct, Mr. Roberts. Uh, you see, the summer and winter courts don't directly align with good and evil, though that is an obvious mistake people make. You may have many Sealy who are good and many Unsealy who are evil, but the divide of the factions comes more than anything else just from the opposition the two queens feel for one another. They are jealous and utter rivals and will do anything to oppose one another just out of principle, if need be. Of course, you do have other creatures that live here that don't give allegiance to either court. Formorians and night hags are wonderful examples of this. Uh, you may also have independent fey entities who reject the courts entirely. Uh, actually, in my homebrew campaign, an entity named Dreamtaker was a great example of this until, of course, he went crazy and tried to take over everything. Uh, okay, so as uh, we're walking, I want you to also notice how our surroundings seem like you're in a dream, but you somehow know you're not. And actually, this might be an opportune moment to talk about some of the effects that people adventuring in the Feywild might feel. So, first of all, you need to know that the Feywild is a very magical place. And, uh, oh, oh, ooh, look at that one. Okay, see that, that bobbing light over there? It's kind of pink with, like, green tinges around the edges. That little bobbing light is actually not a light. It's a little pixie. Uh, but anyways, as I was saying, so... Uh, while you see uh, a place of trees and wildness around you, and yes, the trees are getting progressively bigger as we walk on, you'll notice that, but while this is what you see, people on the material plane view this place as a dangerous place, and with good reason. See, there are tales of children going missing into the Feywild, kidnapped or lured away by fickle fey creatures, only to return decades later without ever having aged a day. The Feywild is a strange place, and there are many different versions with different rules, so to speak. So, in fact, the Dungeon, Dungeon's Master's Guide gives you some really great examples. There are different ways to affect an adventurer's memory, or you can reflect the fact that time may move differently in the Feywild than in the Material Plane. Those are two examples of effects of the, the, the Feywild. In the DMG, it does give you some mechanical ways to play this out, but I would encourage you, Dungeon Masters, to first opt for a narrative reason as to why the characters had a time warp and what the difference in time with the material plane is, right? If they're going to miss a month, then make things happen in the material plane that last a month, right? Make it make, it make sense for the story. Alternatively, another effect that you can have on adventurers in the Feywild is that with any spell that is cast or magic item used, there is a certain percentage of strange things happening. So, for example, choose a percentage. Let's say 10%, just because that would make things really fun and interesting. So anytime a character casts a spell, excluding cantrips, by the way, or uses a magic item, roll a percentile dice. If they get your chosen percentage or lower, then roll on the wild magic table or make your own wild magic table. Doing this can be a really fun way to display the randomness and whimsy of the Feywild. This is a, a completely arbitrary rule, and you don't need to even follow it. Um, wait, hold on. <clears throat> what happened to Mr. Armonov? He what? <sighs> oh, come on. I told you guys, don't accept any food from anyone on this trip. Unless I say so, right? Mr. Armonov, here, come here, here. Hey, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hello? Yes, yes, I know he's charmed. I can see that. Does anyone know here 
Dispel magic or break curse? No? No one? Seriously? You all came to the Feywild and you didn't prepare any spells at all? Alright, well, uh, lucky for you, Mr. Armanoff, I have a magic mind here. Uh, here, drink this. Uh, what's magic mind, you say? Oh, that's right. Uh, there are a few of you here that weren't on our tour through the Shadowfell, so you probably don't know. Uh, so magic mind is a potion, uh, what you might call a productivity shot in the material plane. Uh, and it's designed to replace your morning coffee, tea, or energy drink. Uh, it also works really well to get rid of charmed spells that might fall upon you when you ex accept food from a scantily clad dryad like Mr. Armanov over here. Didn't anyone ever tell you not to trust scantily clad women? Or men, for that matter, I guess? Uh, anyways, uh, Magic Mind has a lot of really magical ingredients, uh, including ashwagandha, lion's mane mushrooms, and even normal vitamins. And while it does work wonders on charmed persons, it also helps promote productivity in the ordinary person. Oh, you want to know where to get Magic Mind? Sure. Uh, so, as of January 2024, you can now purchase them in any Sprouts food markets across the material plane. Or maybe a more economical way to get them would be to go to magicmind.com slash janbetterdm and use the code betterdm20 for a discount of 20% of a one-time purchase or a discount of up to 56% if you sign up for a subscription. Also, in case you couldn't tell, Magic Mind is actually the sponsor of today's tour through the Feywild. So, big thank you to Magic Mind. They actually provided these special yellow vests that you're wearing. Uh, and uh, those yellow vests, like I said, do not have magical attachments. So, you do need to return them. Please do not lose them. Again, that's magicmind.com slash janbetterdm. And then use the code BETTERDM20 for a discount of 20% of one-time purchase or up to 56% for a subscription. Uh, don't get charmed in the Feywild. Just use Magic Mind. But uh, anyways, Mr. Armanov, drink this. Yep, down the hatch. There you go. Ah, that's better. Okay. Uh, where was I before I was so inconveniently interrupted? Uh, that's... Uh, oh, yes, that's right. Okay. I was just talking about the effects of the Feywild. Uh, so, as you can see, based on what is around us right now, one of the effects of the Feywild is that plants can also grow to very fantastical proportions. Like you see over there in, in, in kind of between those bushes, uh, you see those giant mushrooms over there next to that giant fern. Also, I mean, just the giant trees all around us. Um, but at the same time, you can pass through a wood here where the trees are normal size, right? You remember when we came, the trees were just normal. Uh, now, let's talk about the creatures of the Feywild. Obviously, if you wanted to, you could have your players meet elves in the Feywild. They are, after all, descended from or directly from the Feywild themselves. And I suppose you could lump the Eladrin in with that as well. Almost all of the, the elves are somehow descended from the, the Feywild. But the Eladrin seem to be a bit more closely connected. In fact, they're sort of analogous to the Shadow Shadarkai of the Shadowfell. Basically... Any creature of whimsy would actually be a good fit here. Uh, naturally, you have your pixies. I mean, we've seen an abundance of pixies this whole time. Uh, fairies, likewise, we've seen those. You could also find some unicorns in the Feywild, but more often than not, unicorns will find you. They're pretty rare and mysterious, and, and they sort of have their own, um, their, their, their own plans. And actually, a note on unicorns. The legends say unicorns are perfect and good, and, and for the most part, that's true. 
But I've heard some tales of adventurers meeting some unicorns that were less than helpful. In fact, they were just they were just arrogant and actually had like a super superiority complex. So so be warned, don't just trust unicorns. Uh, not speaking from personal experience, uh, and I'm not bitter about it either. <clears throat> if you, actually, if you look over there right now, you can see a treant moving uh, among those fir trees. It's the one that's actually moving. Most treants are grumpy and grouchy and crotchety, and they'd, they'd more likely kill adventurers rather than speak with them, so that could be a good foe for your campaign. Uh, because the Feywild is, you know, wild, any, anything here... And you can find anything here that would be wild, right? It's, it's a wild place. So if you want sort of a magical lion to fight your party, you could find it here. Same with plants. It's not too far-fetched to, to find a carnivorous plant here. Uh, that could be a fun challenge. Uh, and, and also, just like with the courts, don't make the mistake of associating the Shadowfell with evil and the Fade Wild with good. In fact, a better summation would be shadow versus light in, in sort of the physical sense. And as you can see around you, this place remains in sort of soft, warm light compared to the Shadowfell's general darkness. Even that, I don't know if that is a, like a good comparison. Uh, but I could, you know, I could consider playing on that particular theme and using creatures that might be extra charming or fantastical, but um, even, even the comparison of Light versus Shadow isn't accurate, considering the Queen of the Unseelie Fae, the Queen of Air and Darkness, is, well, you know, dark, so you get the point. Uh, though it might be interesting to let your players think that, and, and actually think that the Feywild is safe, but... In reality, it isn't. Um, uh, and you might have been wondering this whole time where we've been walking and where we're going. Uh, and yes, I can actually see that there are many more flowers around us. And also, yes, I did see that giant caterpillar smoking that hookah. Best not to mess with that. Super weird. Let's just leave it alone. Uh, we are on our way right now to have an interview with Queen Titania herself. And we're actually walking to the summer court. And normally this would be pretty difficult because the summer court moves and uh, you know, it moves where Queen Titania wants it to be. But we were able to come to a deal with Queen Titania that she would allow us to come and have a nice chat with her. Uh, but before we do that, everyone, a couple rules. First rule, use the buddy system. The Feywild and Fey creatures in general are very charming and the Seelie court especially. If you notice your buddy acting dreamily or in a strange way like Mr. Armanov back there, give them a cuff upside the head and uh, hopefully that should clear some things up. Second rule, always obey my commands. If I say run, we need to run. For those of you who remember the tour through the Shadowfell, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, third rule, don't eat any of their food. As they are quite charming, sometimes, whether incidentally or intentionally, their food becomes laced with a bit of their charming magic. And I've never had this happen, but other guides have had tour members eat some food and just say, I'm gonna stay here in the Feywild. We don't want that. Uh, but the last rule is enjoy yourself. You know, you're on vacation, so just sit back and enjoy the experience. Flash photography is allowed, though I'll be honest, photos from the Feywild never really turn out. I don't know why. I, maybe it's something to do with the magic. Um, but, you know, take a chance. Uh, oh, and uh, here we are. So first, notice the perfectly manicured gardens that almost seem to have sort of like a wild side, right? Like... You can see the hedges over there are perfectly trimmed, but the shapes they're trimmed into are very strange and wild. Also, notice how the forest seems to embrace the Summer Palace, as if hugging an old friend. All of these signs denote the power of the Seely Queen. Halt! Oh, oh, sorry, of course, I didn't see you there. What is your business with the Seely Court of the Fae? Um, 
We are the 11 o'clock tour from Better Dungeon Master Tours. I uh, have an appointment with Queen Titania. Stay where you are. We will check. Uh, these guards are paying extra close attention, just so you, you all know, because the agents of the Unseelie Fae would love to get in here and cause havoc. So everyone just wait patiently, and we should be back in a jiffy. Uh, if anyone wants, you can you know drink some of my Magic Mind potions. Uh, I only have a few, so use them sparingly. Yes, uh, tour guide, please follow me. Absolutely. Uh, yes. Uh, oh, and, and excuse me, guard, but what is this room that you're taking us into? Of course, this room will dispel all of your magic. There are those of us in the Seelie Court blessed with true sight, but for those that do not have such blessings, it is rude to masquerade as anything but what you truly are. I mean, I suppose it's also for security, right? Like TSA? Uh, I'm not exactly sure what TSA is, but you are correct. In fact, one of your members is not what it appears. Hiya! Guard! You just stabbed Mr. Jefferson, Mr. 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 Jefferson. Ugh, you're not human. You're a red cap. But we had such a lovely chat on the bus. You tour company should really use better security when you host your tours. I recognize this red cap. His name is Snevel Borgisbotten. He's a spy from the Unseelie Court. Don't worry, we know what to do. Now, please, I beg of you, I was only following orders. I can tell, I can tell your queen some of the plans of the Queen of Air and Darkness. Please, I beg of you! Hmm, that would be a good idea. Queen Titania hasn't tortured anyone for a very long time. Very well, you two guards, manacle him and gag his mouth. He will not speak until we allow him. The rest of you, follow me. Uh, so, that's not a good thing for us, but at least we still get to have a nice talk with the queen. Tour guide, a, a couple uh, of things you should know. When you meet the queen, you will address her as your majesty, your grace, or simply Queen Titania. You will deliver a formal bow, even if it is a small one. She is sitting at her throne currently, and you will be given a, a brief audience with her. Do not waste her time. Also, you are the only person who can talk to her. Right, follow me. I will announce you. Presenting the 11 o'clock tour group from Better Dungeon Master Tours. Your Majesty. Uh, uh, nice to meet you. Uh, let me bow. And uh, my name is Justin Lewis. I'm one of the tour guides from Better Dungeon Master Tours. We actually spoke over the phone discussing our interview. Yes, I remember. God, please fetch my guests chairs and food and drink. Yes, Your Majesty. Oh, uh, how gracious, Your Majesty. But you don't need to be bringing out an entire table filled with food. Like it's a feast. That's just way too much. You would refuse hospitality from the Queen of the Seelie Fae? Oh, oh, uh, of course not. No, this looks delicious. I'm definitely not hoping that none of my tourists eat anything. I believe that you said you had some questions for me. Ah, yes, yes, uh, the interview. Uh, very good, Your Grace. Uh, well, just to remind you, but our guests here are mostly dungeon masters who come to the tour... Uh, in an effort to learn about the Feywild so that they can possibly introduce it to their players when they return to their universe and play. 
So with that said, what sort of things should they add in their games when they bring their players to the Feywild? Ah, a very good question. Well, as its name implies, the Feywild is a wild place. You can even glimpse that here with the throne room being filled with wildflowers, and here my ice throne in the shape of a dragon. The Feywild is a wild place. But ironically, there is also a certain order here. For example, if the players ever had a chance to encounter the summer court of the Sealy as you are, or in the winter court of the Sealy, or the winter court of the Unseelie, they would realize that a queen's word is law. If I were the dungeon masters, I would show this dichotomy. I would also let them become embroiled in the intrigue of different members of the court. There is always some sort of drama that could involve a party of mortal individuals. In fact, I myself might have need of one or two of your guests. Uh, I see. Okay. Uh, so bringing the players to the courts might be a good idea. Oh, I don't know about good, but it would be an adventure, assuming that the players are looking for intrigue, danger, mischief, and magic. The courts of the Fae are the best place to find all of those. What sort of quests might draw an adventuring party into the Feywild? You see, since the Feywild is a place of wild magic, there are a couple of obvious quest lines that one could use. For one, if there is a druid in the party, the quest could involve sending the druid through a druidic circle here to help them find the source of their magic. Basically, have them come to the face to face with the primordial spirit that guides them. Similarly, any character who summons some sort of creature from the Feywild would actually be who summons some sort of creature would likely be summoning a fey creature. The DM could have the fey creature stop being useful or being able to be summoned at all. So the party would have to come here to investigate the issue. Likewise, if the party has a wild magic sorcerer, then they could also come to investigate their magic source. Or perhaps their wild magic surges have become more consistent happening on every spell rather than just the small percentage of spells. Obviously, the party could incorporate the module Wild Beyond the Witchlight, which explicitly involves a traveling carnival from the Feywild. The options and opportunities are really endless. Thank you. Those are some really great ideas. Uh, what sort of tips would you give a dungeon master for taking his players through the Feywild? While the Feywild is a dangerous place, it is also a place of whimsy. You can encounter a troll here just as easily as a fairy princess. Don't avoid the whimsical encounters that could also prove quite comical. Allow your players to enjoy the Feywild, even while they might struggle with some of its inhabitants. I would also point out to make sure to use one of the strange effects of the Feywild. Maybe the party goes through a time warp, or wild magic makes weird things happen more often. This can be a very strange place. One last tip. Don't forget to give the players a rest. A good idea would be for them to find a tavern with a market attached. Therefore, if they need, they can return to the place of respite that would offer a bit of peace for them from the weird. But even then, don't hold back from letting the weird into the peaceful when it makes sense for the story. Very insightful. Uh, what are some of the most dangerous parts of the Feywild? 
Well, obviously the creatures themselves, including the courts of the Fae. Within that category, you can delve deeper. I assume you spoke about the different types of creatures that people can find in the Feywild? Ah, uh, yes, I covered it briefly. Ah, indeed, well, there are wild creatures and then the more civilized kinds. So naturally, any adventurer could come across a troll or some other monster. Those make for excellent encounters, but the real fun happens when a party becomes embroiled in the intrigue of sentient beings. I speak of both the winter and summer courts, of course, but let's not forget that the Feywild is the home of Baba Yaga and her wandering hut. Oh yes, they live over in Merkindraw. Naturally, if you include Baba Yaga in one of your tales, there is an obvious chance of meeting Tasha, her adopted daughter. There are hundreds of other entities just like them that live here in the Feywild that aren't even connected to the courts at all. Those sentient beings are the most dangerous parts of the Feywild because they are much more unpredictable, as all sentient beings are. Stupendous! Uh, now, as a last question, what tips would you give to dungeon masters who want to improve the immersion of their gameplay? Well, that's obvious. Include the five senses. You've no doubt told them that before, so I won't repeat it. Instead, I'll give you examples. You might dim the lights and make it very warm to emulate a summer's sunset. You might light a few floral-scented candles to simulate the natural wildness of the Feywild. You might cook something so sweet that it can be felt in the gaming area. You might even randomly make them switch seats based on certain roles to simulate the randomness of the Feywild. There are many ways to immerse the players. And let me just end with saying this. The Feywild is a vast place. It's very unlikely that any given party could explore this entire place, especially if in your campaign your party finds something no one else has ever found. How right you are. Uh, well, thank you so much, Your Majesty. Everyone, give Her Majesty a tremendous round of applause as a thank you for her generosity. Ah, please, I didn't do it for the applause. I did it to lure at least a few of your guests to stay here with me forever. In fact, it seems that that couple over there are sufficiently charmed. Guards, please escort the rest of the group out of the palace. At once, your majesty. Ah, all right, all right, all right, we're going. Um, come on, everyone. It looks like the interview is over, and it looks like the smiths are staying here. Um, yes, uh, thank you for your trip to the summer court of the Fae. Uh, please leave us a rating and review, and uh, tell us what you think and improve. Uh, we, we value what you truly think. Right. Well, I think we're all going to actually give them a rating and review. Not. Uh, but that was useful and entertaining. So, uh, everyone, that is today's tour. So gather up around me. We're going to use this special recall token. Everyone needs to form up real close. Make sure you're all within 30 feet of me. Uh, okay. Three, two, one. All right. Uh, thank you for joining us on the tour today with Better Dungeon Master Tours. Uh, we really appreciate your patron patronage. Uh, and as with the Shadowfell, this is the beginner's tour. So if you want to join the advanced tour, send us a message on Instagram at how to be a better DM and let us know what you think. 
Also, don't forget your novelty Feywild t-shirts from our gift shop. Like I said, you can pick them up at monsters.rent slash shop. You can also pick up our Shadowfell t-shirts as well. But you just toured the, the Feywild, so it probably makes more sense to get one of those. Uh, we also have, you know, other t-shirts in there and stuff, so don't be shy. Uh, you know, spend all your vacation money. But just wanted to say, as a tour guide, you guys were awesome. It's been a sincere pleasure to have you with me. Uh, I hope you come back for one of our other tours. And uh, let's see what else we can see and see what this magical universe has in store. But until then, uh, let's go ahead and roll initiative. Do you love these podcast episodes but aren't always able to listen to them? Do you learn better reading information rather than listening to it? Here's what you can do. Go to sessionzerostudios.com slash newsletter. Sign up for our weekly newsletter. You'll get tips and tricks sent directly to your inbox in written format that you can read and reference whenever you want. You'll get tips that we don't share on the podcast and bonus techniques that, frankly, no one has ever heard before. Again, sessionzerostudios.com slash newsletter and uh, get those free tips and techniques right to your inbox every week.